0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: This is People Every Day. Coming up, new Britney Spears documentaries with new claims about the singer's life under conservatorship, amid scrutiny from the star's fiancé, Sam Asghari. Plus, highlights from the star-studded Tonys and Global Citizen Festival, Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd reconnect over candlelight, and The View gets its COVID catastrophe sorted out. It's September 27th. Hello, hello, and welcome back to People Every Day. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and it is glorious Monday. Just keep saying that. Speak it into existence. Well, a lot to talk about today, but I gotta start off with a major update out of the New York courts. Singer R. Kelly has been found guilty on all charges of sexual abuse, racketeering, sex trafficking, and more in regards to his crimes against women, girls, and boys that spanned decades. After a month-long trial that had multiple victims take the stand sharing horrific accounts of their experiences. The 54-year-old I Believe I Can Fly singer was convicted of all nine counts, and he faces life in prison. I covered this story closely when the Surviving R. Kelly documentary debuted over a year ago and interviewed a number of victims, and well, I just hope they are feeling a bit of comfort in this moment right now. All right, Now for an update on the craziness that happened at the live taping of The View on Friday. My colleague, Nigel Smith, was actually there in person and saw the whole thing go down with Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro being pulled off set after results came in that they tested positive for COVID. There seems to be something happening here that I'm not 100% aware of. Can someone please apprise me of the situation? I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and, and, uh, and, and we're gonna bring you back later. have to okay. leave. This right before VP Kamala Harris was supposed to step on stage, which she did not. Secret Service does not play those games. So we now know that the hosts received false positives. They did PCR tests that showed neither of them actually had COVID. And they were back on set filming and talking about it today. No, look, uh, Friday was, I was flabbergasted. And frankly, my first thought was, oh, my God, because I had just spent uh, the day with... Kamala Harris's sister, niece, and brother-in-law. So I'm thinking, I'm typhoid Mary, and I'm going to wipe out the entire Harris family. one. I'm not mad at the abundance of caution, though. I know the Secret Service isn't either. So, some major events happened this weekend. The 2021 Tony Awards were last night, and all of the talent just blew me away. The ceremony was hosted by Audra McDonald on Paramount Plus, and it was followed by a concert special called the Tony Awards Present, Broadway's Back, hosted by Leslie Odom Jr. on CBS. Some of the big winners of the night were Moulin Rouge for Best Musical, The Inheritance for Best Play, Adrienne Warren won Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role in a Musical for Tina. The Tina Turner musical and Aaron Tveit won Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role in a Musical for Moulin Rouge, a category that only he was nominated for. Lois Smith made history last night when she won for Best Performance by an Actor in a Featured Role in a Play for The Inheritance. At 90 years old, she's the oldest actress to win a Tony. A big congratulations to all the winners and a former winner. I was so happy to see Ruthie Ann Miles. She returned to the Tonys to present last night, and this is. A couple years after a huge tragedy in her family. In March of 2018, her five year old daughter, Abigail Joy, was hit and killed by a driver in Brooklyn. Miles herself was pregnant at the time of the accident and suffered a miscarriage two months later. Then in March 2020, Miles revealed she was pregnant again, and she and husband Jonathan Blumenstein welcomed a daughter in April 2020 named Hope Elizabeth. Well, another big stage event was the Global Citizen Festival held in New York City. The occasion brought many voices together to talk about issues affecting our world. From inequality to world hunger, people spoke up. The 24-hour event also called on G7 countries and the European Union to share at least 1 billion COVID-19 vaccine doses with those most in need and for a waiver on COVID-19 vaccine intellectual property rights. Among the voices heard on this issue were Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle. My wife and I believe... (laughs) I think there were a few Meghan Markle fans in the audience. Also in the lineup was Grammy Award winning musician Lizzo, who used the occasion to call out institutional racism in the U.S. and across the world. Check out what she said. And if we don't talk about our history constructively, how can we build a better future? I totally agree, Lizzo. Also, because I know we're all interested, J.Lo performed and was most definitely cheered on by her doting boyfriend, Ben Affleck, who flew to New York just to watch her hit the stage. All right, speaking of beautiful stars spending time together, Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd were spotted out and about again. This is the second time they've been seen together in a few months. Could this be another business meeting, as some speculated of their past encounter or possibly a bit more, who knows? What we do know is they met for dinner at an Italian restaurant in Los Angeles over the weekend. They arrived at the restaurant separately, but left together. I don't know, you guys. Nothing says romance quite like a candlelit dinner and some authentic Italian food. Another happy relationship update for you. Girls creator and star Lena Dunham is a married woman, y'all. The 35-year-old tied the knot with her English-Peruvian musician boyfriend, Louis Felber also 35, over the weekend. So, so happy for her. She confirmed they were dating this past April. All right, guys, now it is time to dig in. Over the weekend, the New York Times released a follow-up to its Framing Britney Spears documentary, which debuted earlier this year and magnified the ongoing debate about the singer's conservatorship. This latest installment, Controlling Britney Spears, also features several new eyebrow-raising claims about her life under conservatorship, among them that her father, Jamie Spears, hired a security firm to help monitor her communications, and that members of that security detail see secretly captured audio recordings from her bedroom, including conversations with her boyfriend and children. It's the latest in a string of series about the singer's life. CNN, Netflix, and the BBC also have released, or are set to release, documentaries about Britney's conservatorship. Her fiancé, Sam Asgari, spoke about the Netflix special on Instagram over the weekend, writing in part, past docs have left a bad taste. I hope this one will be respectful. He went on to say, I question producers who make them just to shed light without input or approval from the subject. So got to get into this. And joining me now is People Editor Melody Chu to help me do just that. Hey, Mel. Hey, Janine. How's it going? It's good. Busy Monday. I know. So, so there's a lot of new information in the latest New York Times special, and we have a lot of information on our end from sources. But uh, one revelation seems to have dominated the majority of the headlines over the weekend, and that's what we've heard about the security operation surrounding Britney. So, so what do sources in the documentary claim was taking place?
0: The uh, main revelation, like you said, is is the security surveillance that Britney's had throughout her conservatorship. And uh, they spoke to one uh, guy who used to work for the overall security company Mm. that handled Britney's security. And so he, I believe, said he had never actually uh, worked directly with Mm Britney. He was the assistant to sort of the owner of of this company. And and that guy, his boss, was with Britney in a a lot of paparazzi photos, videos, all of that. Um, And and he claims um, that, yeah, there there was a lot of surveillance. And I think the most shocking um, claim was that she was recorded in her bedroom, I, I think, you know, it's it's not shocking that a celebrity is surrounded by security 24-7. I think a lot of A-listers have that just for safety. In Britney's case, I think it's more shocking that she was recorded, um, allegedly, by her security. And, and sort of, um, they said, you know, they had to report back to the conservators and and all of this. So, you know, I, I think in, in this documentary, the focus uh, was much more leading into this huge hearing that's coming up Mm. on Wednesday. And what could happen? Could she have her conservatorship terminated? Uh, Will Jamie finally be removed? Those are the biggest
1: questions. Next up, more with People's Melody Chew on the latest Britney Spears reports. Stick around. Hey, folks, I am back now with People's Melody Chew discussing Britney Spears. So, Mel, one question on a lot of people's minds is why did her conservators go to this extent of monitoring her if it did happen this way? Uh, We all know that She has been through a lot with her mental health and has needed assistance over the years. But I guess it's a question of the extent to which. Right, Mel?
0: Yeah. And I think um, more than anything, I I think the documentary is trying to shed light on the ethical uh, questions Mm -hmm. of, you know, if if this was approved by the judge and the court— um in conjunction with the conservators to protect Britney's safety you know our sources have always said the concern was that uh, hangers on or or whatever would take advantage of her mm, um mm-hmm. and and bring in um drugs or or whatever or, yeah. or take advantage and try to take her money and our sources had said yes like there there is a tight circle around her but it's for her own protection but now i think people are questioning well what line should you know people not cross
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that in response to... The questions that this brings up, um, a lawyer for for Jamie Spears issued a statement saying all of his actions were well within the parameters of the authority conferred upon him by the court. His actions were done with the knowledge and consent of Britney, her court appointed attorney and or the court. Jamie's record as conservator and the court's approval of his actions speak for themselves. So basically standing behind the fact that this was all within his realm of overseeing her her life.
0: And look if if it wasn't, then he'll get in trouble for it. Yeah. From what we understand Conservators are very much um, monitored by the court. They have to report everything to the court, the judge. There are um, independent investigators to make sure that there is no abuse happening. So if it turns out there is, then he can be held responsible for sure. But uh, I think until um, more info comes out or more investigation is done, um, he's insisting that this was all for to help his daughter and to protect her
1: um and we'll we'll see what happens on Wednesday for sure for sure and there was so much brought up as well about you know the concerns about jeopardizing custody of her kids and and all of that. So this this documentary is going pretty deep, but Britney's fiance Sam Asgari is speaking out about it as I said and and the never-ending coverage of her conservatorship. So take me into, you know, where you think he's coming from in terms of his comments and also how Britney might feel about all of this. I know we have sources. So so where do they stand?
0: Yeah, I think um, there there is this concern that her issues, h- however big of a star she is, that, you know, it might be exploited. Mm. Um, you know, it can't be easy for anyone to see their hardest moments replayed over and over, oh, um, especially, yeah, I mean, I don't know where I was in 2008, but I'm sure I had some really, you know, not pretty moments and, and yeah. to have it thrown in my face is hard. And so, yeah, you, you did see, you know, some backlash last night for the, a couple of the documentaries um, saying how you know, when when can we stop playing this footage and these these videos and photos of of Britney in her darkest moments? Yeah. And and yeah, sources say she's also tired of that. She doesn't want you know all of this rehashed. And and um, I think Sam is supporting her in that. The he he made reference without naming it, I think, to the first New York Times documentary and saying, you know, some of them left a bad taste in his mouth. And
1: yeah, I mean, I when I think about it and and watching these. It's kind of like the documentaries you get, um, you know, when there's a a good degree of separation or the person is no longer with us Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. you you know, whereas this can, like you said, it can't be easy to sit there and watch this play out over and over again. Like this, you know, is something that was done without Britney weighing in. So just take us into like why that is the case, why she doesn't have a hand in these documentaries that are coming out about her. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, we, we can't speak for her, whether she would even want to participate in a documentary about her life, but her conservatorship also doesn't, I, I don't think she can make that decision herself. Um, mm. She is still under the conservatorship, um, you know, projects that she is interested or whatever. It's a collaborative effort between the conservator signing off saying, okay, you can do this. Um, and her saying, I want to do this. And When you watched it, maybe you felt the same way, but watching an unauthorized documentary where, you know, she doesn't have a voice, it does feel a little off. It feels like you're missing a piece of the puzzle there.
1: Well, yeah, huge piece, especially talking about her mental health and all of that. But that makes so much sense. It's almost like a catch-22 that, you know, they're doing Mm -hmm. these documentaries. And, of course, you can't take part because... If I were the conservator, I, I I don't know if I would sign off on some of this. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And it, it's still going on. And I think that's the thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much behind the scenes that no one knows about um, any of these sources. And, and then, again, like, you don't know what's in Britney's head. Um, maybe she agrees with all of it. Maybe she agrees with none of it. But she said before that these documentaries are hurtful to her. So I think that's something everyone should definitely keep
1: in mind. That was People editor Melody Chu on the newest documentaries about Britney Spears' conservatorship. For more on this story, head over to People.com. And now, something to make you smile. This honestly made me crack up when my sister sent it to me. They say it's not good to go to bed angry. And, well, one little boy named TJ is getting a lot off his chest as he gets ready for Lights Out. For whatever reason, he waited to just before bedtime to pour his heart out to his mom, Kiannis Latrice, who shared their exchange on TikTok in what she calls the TJ Chronicles. Take a listen. What do I mean about? You just mean Tell me what to do? That's <laughs> That's <all they>
0: <laughs> the
1: clip has been viewed almost three million times and it's also trending on instagram oh do i know about those bedtime soliloquies tj as i tell my son reese when you become an adult you'll see that bedtime is the best time <laughs> but also this kid deserves a new toy i mean <laughs> talk to you guys tomorrow